Welcome to Two Bros and a Bra, the pop culture podcast with three not-so-lifelong friends. Talk about movies, TV, music, celebrities, food, and so much more. On today's episode, we will be discussing Jurassic World Dominion, Netflix's Hustle starring Adam Sandler, Marvel's newest Disney Plus series, Miss Marvel, We'll be previewing Pixar's Lightyear, talking about some Stranger Things, four volume two theories, and we'll wrap everything up by drafting our uh, favorite Pixar characters. So, question of the week. Question of the week. I saw this on TikTok. (laughs) This is so obvious. Would you rather... Like, this is so obvious, okay, to me. But there was an argument in this TikTok that I watched. It's another podcast, fellow podcast. (laughs) Fellow podcast. Um, That was really funny. Really a co-worker when you said (laughs) co-worker. You were so awful, Savannah. I just want everyone listening to know Savannah is awful. Like a really horrible, torrential human being. You're terrible. Torrential. Torrential. Is that a word that people use You're the about one who people? Proposed, yeah. So obviously that's not true. You forced me. Anyway, so would you rather be a ch- uh, have to fight one chicken every time you get into your car for a whole year, or fight? Do you hear that buzzing? Yep. yep. What is that? Okay, it's gone. Probably a pinch. Or would you rather fight a lion once? A chicken, a chicken. every day. Yes. I was about to say when you said chicken, before you said lion, I was thinking like, well, is it a rooster? Is it just a regular is it just, just drop kick chicken? that thing and then it's get a in the car. Chicken. This isn't yeah, that you tough. You just kick it away. It's a chicken. The roosters are tough though. No, it still doesn't matter no, though. Oh yeah, yeah. A no. lion, now, you're once dead. You said lion, you're dead. No one's beating a lion. No. Unless you can bring a gun. Yeah. But that's not a fight. Yeah. Even then with a gun, I'd rather just fight a chicken. Oh. I'd fight chicken every day before I fought a lion. Yeah, once. no way. Even if I had I a gun, just imagine walking down uh, uh, even a lion with with a shotgun with with an AR-15. I don't care. Yeah, no, no way. It's a lion. Yeah, it's the king of the jungle, dude. Versus yeah. a chicken. Yeah, this is a no-brainer, no right? Shot. Yeah, and the the clip I saw on TikTok, they were it was a debate. Yeah, those people they're just memeing. They're memeing. They're totally not honest. Bad faith actors. Bad faith actors. Speaking of bad faith actors, I'd like to transition to Jurassic World Dominion. (laughs) That's rude. Um, But before we give our thoughts, new thing we'd like to do this week um, is we're going to play some TikToks. We're going to play some TikToks, um, some other creators who had some opinions about this movie. And dope. Um, but before we get into those, I do want to bring up some headlines, some reviews. Okay. So this is the Los Angeles Times review for Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. Okay. Here's the quote. It's astonishing how little tension or even momentary menace (laughs) the director of Jurassic World Dominion is able to mine from individual action sequences. Yeah, uh, yeah. The AV Club. Jurassic World Dominion proves that the once-beloved franchise is ready for extinction. <laughs> nice. Nice, good extinction pun. That was yep. good. Like that. 
And then finally, Variety says, Jurassic World Dominion, Laura Dern and Sam Neill are back in a franchise that's stubbornly determined to repeat itself. <laughs> <laughs> so that just gives you a little bit of a taste there. Um, they didn't like it, folks. They did not like it. So here we go. Let's get into it. TikTok? Is that where we're going? Yes, we'll Some go. TikTok reviews. We are going to TikTok. So let me, we're doing this for the first time. We're doing this for the first time, guys. So bear with me here. Make sure to cite our sources here on the. Oh, page. absolutely. Yeah, credit absolutely. where credit is due, without a doubt. So here we go. First up. So I just finished watching. This is a TikTok courtesy of at 3C Films. Okay. All right. His review. Honest of, review. Honest review. Not dishonest. I not like dis honest reviews. I appreciate honesty. Reviews. What do you think of honesty, Savannah? Thoughts? As a no. woman? As a woman? Shout out to honesty. Specifically as a woman. What are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, not just your general thoughts. But like, again, she is a torrential human being. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Jurassic World Dominion, here's my honest opinion on the movie. As someone who's loved this franchise as a kid and also was really liking the direction Jurassic World was headed in, it kind of pains me to say Jurassic World Dominion is disappointing. Don't get me wrong, there's enough redeeming factors in this movie for a lot of people to walk out happy with what they were given, because not only does this film have the most animatronic dinosaurs instead of CGI, a lot of great sequences involving dinosaurs going after people in Munchen, and probably the best part that saves the movie for a lot of people is the old cast and the new cast interacting with each other and making you smile ear to ear. But where the movie falls flat in is its story. You spent two movies building up a world where dinosaurs were everywhere, right? and you just ignore it for your third film. If you were expecting this movie to touch upon what it's like for everyday people to go to work, go to school, live a life when there's dinosaurs everywhere, this film's not going to deliver on that. For some reason, they instead decide to focus on this story involving mutated bugs. And if you watch the trailer and seen those sequences where Chris Pratt is on a motorcycle in a foreign town with dinosaurs chasing him, it seems like those that make this franchise feel more like Fast and Furious instead of a Jurassic Park movie. But like I said, if you just want to see the legacy characters from the past movies interact with the new people, they're going to deliver on that. But don't expect the story to interest you that much. You know, and he ended with a 6 out of 10. That was pretty brutal, but he gave it too much credit. Like, the old cast and the new cast coming together, making you smile ear to ear. Too much credit. Yeah, there was only a couple parts. I was The one, I mean, can we just go ahead? All right, guys, I just got to Are we going no spoilers here? I think we... we I think I can be general. There's one joke. It's not going to change your whole view. Yeah, experience. we'll, we'll go maybe, we'll say minor spoilers, but... Nothing that you should turn it off for, it, unless you're like heavily invested in yeah. this movie. Well, if you're heavily invested, you should. You've have already seen it, already. seen it, right? Jeff Jeff Goldblum, honestly, always a positive in my opinion. Yeah, in so, anything. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's not like he's in it enough to. He's make not. It. He's in it for like maybe twenty minutes. Yeah, collectively. Like, yeah, but he, you know, he has some good lines. Mm -hmm. But other than that, you know. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the point where I was like, are we really gonna like? Make this out like, first of all, anyone was just salivating to have yeah. the Jurassic yes. World cast meet the Jurassic <laughs> Park cast. It's like Spider the Spider-Man. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Spider-Man's like, no. And I don't feel like they delivered on it. Of course, no spoilers, but like, I didn't feel like there was like a chemistry there that was interesting. No, no. And I didn't enjoy the movie, uh, but uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh 
to movies and stuff. Fourteen. Uh, this is a guy I'm a fan of. I uh, I watch all his videos. I think he's really good at what he does. This is his review. A very long review. Well, also, he doesn't say this one's honest, so I'm not sure if I want to listen to this one. Yeah, this is true. I, I need honesty. Yeah. Uh, this is a longer one. I think he uses uh, three minutes for this one, but okay. it's, it's it's a good review. Do not use Get on with on it. TikTok. Yeah, so I agree. Watching Jurassic World Dominion. Sorry, I'm going to put up the sound. The epic conclusion of the Jurassic era. Let's talk about it. First off, let's stop throwing around that word epic so loosely. This movie is not epic, even in the slightest. This movie, and it breaks Facts. my heart to say, is a disappointing mess. I'll say the same thing for this movie that I said for Uncharted, which was also not a good movie. If you go into this movie with zero expectations, you'll have fun with it, maybe. But don't expect a good movie, because that's not what you're going to get. This movie lacks substance. This movie lacks depth. It did not do a good enough job at building these characters and building a world that I care about. All of these characters are bland. I, I don't care for them as much as I want to. I don't care for these stories. There's no emotional attachment. And my investment to these movies just wasn't there. There are too many plot lines fighting for screen time. And that just causes this clusterfuck of distraction and just this colossal mess of a movie. This never knew what it wanted to be it wants to be this own jurassic world trilogy but at the same time it's relying way too heavily on nostalgia and callbacks to the original the first jurassic world movie i think is underrated i think it is a decent movie and it captured the excitement of the original jurassic park movies but once that was done once you're done reintroducing us to a world full of dinosaurs there's nowhere to go. And, and this movie just shows that they didn't know what they wanted this trilogy to be. And they didn't know where they wanted it to go. There was no excitement to this movie. There, there was no sense of satisfaction. And it just fell flat for me. Once this movie opened with <laughs> that absolutely laughable monologue and exposition from the news crew. True. I was too. I mean, it, Taylor it and I loud. literally laughed out loud while no one else did. And I, I actually thought it was supposed to be funny. I did too. I thought it was supposed to be funny. But then when no one else laughed, I was, I was like, like oh. I felt kind of bad. Like, I honestly walked out of the movie and I was thinking to myself, it's like, there were multiple times in this movie where I think something was clearly supposed to play as a joke where no one laughed. And we laughed. And I laughed. Were we, like, rude? I genuinely was, found was it, it funny. Was this, like, so, was this serious? Was this supposed to be a serious thing? Yeah. And then we laughed because it was funny? Right. Not good. Not mm -hmm. good. Nope. Not, not good. a great sign for a movie if it's not no one all. knows. No one knows. <laughs> tuned out. I was completely tuned out. This movie is the definition of a classic blockbuster. It, it is just cut and dry a shitty blockbuster. Like I said, no depth. There's no emotion. There's no substance. Sorry. It's a very surface level plot trying to manage way too many plot lines. This movie genuinely disappointed me because... I was intrigued by the trailers. I, I, I really was. I enjoyed the trailers. It was building up to be this emotional conclusion to an otherwise okay trilogy. And what I got was a very lackluster film that had no idea what it wanted to be, had a terrible time building up, which made the dramatic moments feel worthless. It relied way too heavy on nostalgia and callbacks to the original. And I left the theater feeling incredibly unsatisfied. I'm going two out of five stars on Letterboxd for this one. I'm just incredibly disappointed. Oof. 
So he told us how he really felt there. Uh, I clearly. think that was an honest movie review, even though he didn't say it was honest. I, you know, right? I'm handed to him. He, he, you're right, man. Um, it's really good. So we thought we would just, you know, show some TikToks there, just so we can, uh, you know, get into the pulse there See on what the what, what the people are saying, and then give our thoughts. So Savannah, we'll we'll let you take the floor here. Yay. You are the worst. You're the worst, bro. Uh, you had the least. You thought this movie was the least bad of all of us, right? Yeah, I just go so. ahead. Go ahead. We won't interrupt you. Just, just go. Give but us your I review. Want, I want you to interrupt me. I don't want to just like. Talk no, I think and talk it's and talk and talk. I'm no. not good at it. You don't have to talk that long. Good at it. You don't have to talk that long. Just go for it. Cake. I thought it was pretty entertaining, to be honest. Like it had a bunch of action sequences that were pretty cool. But it like it wasn't good. It was just like fun to watch and fun to laugh at, and some of the moments in it were like really cringy. So that was like fun to laugh at too. But <laughs> yeah, I agree. But I agree with that. Yeah, Taylor, your your review, your thoughts. Actually, Savannah, out of ten, where are you going with this one? <sighs> one to ten, ten being the best. I don't know, like like a six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Taylor. All right. Well, I got I got two things. Was this an enjoyable watch for me? It was great in that respect. I freaking loved watching this movie. I had such a great time watching this movie. In terms of this versus Doctor Strange, I this is it makes Doctor Strange look like I don't know, like I, I don't know, like they're tanking. Like Doctor Strange. Like are you saying like quality or just no, enjoyment? Pure enjoyment. Gotcha, gotcha. Enjoyment. I would agree. I loved watching this movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's terrible. <laughs> this is such a terrible movie. I loved watching this movie at the same time, but it was so terrible. Like I, the one thing that I thought was funny is that he mentions the uh, scene where there's the dinosaur running along the side of a building while Chris Pratt's on on a, a, on a, motorcycle. On a motorcycle, and that's in the trailer. That moment. Is so anticlimactic in the actual movie, and that's normal in a trailer. But like, I feel like that was the case with all of the stuff in the whole movie. I didn't care about anything. The bug thing is the dumbest thing ever. That that was how this yeah, trailer. Really when I get to my review, I think the whole thing should be about bugs. Just saying. No, yeah. Well, the bug. That's the main thing. This is supposed to be the end of a friggin' like series. And it's about bugs. It's not even about dinosaurs. They don't even reckon with the fact that there's dinosaurs in the wild eating people's heads. You have a movie, a world where that you have a you have a universe. You have a universe where we see on camera a dinosaur in a town square eating a person's head. And they don't reckon with it for a minute, for even a minute of the movie. And that's supposed to be the end. We spent the whole movie talking about bugs eating corn. They were eating half of the corn. They weren't even eating all the corn. They were eating some of the corn. It was targeted corn consumption. It was, it was targeted. It's TCZ. It was freaking agricultural terrorism. That's what this movie was about. And Tim Cook was the one doing it. Such a bad movie. In terms of enjoyment, 12 out of 10. Is, <laughs> I loved watching this movie. Uh, but it was uh, quality, 1 to 10. It's like a 2 out of 10 in quality. <laughs> this is the dumbest plot I've ever... I mean, this is so stupid. It's unbelievable how stupid this is. But 
I mean, Jeff Goldblum's fun guy. If you had a good time with this movie, I totally understand. Like, I honestly totally understand. Because it was like, I think even if I wasn't enjoying it ironically, which I absolutely was, it would be a good time. Just because Jeff Goldblum's cool, the moments, they get, they get you through. The action sequences get you through. That first action sequence wasn't that bad. The one where they're, you know, that there's multiple action sequences in the movie. You'll know what I'm talking about. The motorcycle chase thing, it wasn't that bad. I thought that was a fine action sequence. If the whole movie would have been like that and there would have been a plot driving the whole thing, it could have been good. But I just think, you know, the plot stunk in terms of the stakes. It was really small relative to, like, what it should have been when there's, you know, again, dinosaurs are eating people. There is literally on screen a dinosaur eats a man who is probably just on his way to get groceries or something. This man gets his head swallowed by a freaking raptor on screen. Who cares? No one cares. I guess this movie doesn't care. So, two out of ten. <laughs> I, I, I definitely cannot top that review. A lot of the things I wanted to touch on, you touched on. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is an awful movie. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. I gave it a 58 out of 100. That's failing for anybody who went to school. That's an F. Um, it's a high F, though. It's a high F. It's a strong F. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, what I hope people don't say about this movie is, well, what did you expect? It's it's a movie about dinosaurs. No, 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 no. It wasn't a movie about dinosaurs. It wasn't a movie about dinosaurs. <laughs> All right? But not just that. Of course, yes, the villain of this movie is quite literally, not an exaggeration, not being sarcastic. It is literally a bug. Bugs. <laughs> At every turn, it's bugs. <laughs> bugs. In a Not extinct movie. bugs. Just regular old bugs. That they created. That they created. It's awful. Uh, laugh out loud a lot. It's hilarious. It's a true comedy. It f- <laughs> Unintentionally. It quite literally felt like a family guy skit. Yeah. It felt like they just made like this horrible version of Jurassic World. It, it, it feels like someone was just drugged out of their mind and wrote a crazy script and they somehow let it go to theaters. <laughs> this movie is performing extremely well. It, the you know, it's still Sunday night as we're recording, so the, the weekend numbers are not complete. As of Sunday morning, it had made $143 million this weekend. It's a lot of money. Uh, so they're probably on track for like, 160, 170 million dollars plus the 55 million they made overseas. That's Do the almost, math. Make it up yeah. 225 million dollars. <laughs> 225 million dollars before Monday. That's crazy. That's chaos. It's chaos. And I told Savannah this. Everything everywhere all at once. Great movie. A24's highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. It has been out since February. Or March. It's made $85 million Total. This movie's going to make $225 million. And it's junk. It's absolute junk. It's trash. People need to stop making... Yeah. People need to stop making movies like this. We can't let people get away with this. You can't just... We're, they're swindling people. They are. They're saying, well... It's Dinosaurs Jurassic Park. We don't even need to try. Let's not even take the time to get a good writer... Let's not take the time to develop characters. 
and develop time to make this trilogy worthwhile and memorable because the first one made 1.6 billion the second one made 1.3 billion and this one will probably make 1 billion dollars and it's 1 billion percent bad uh this this makes me mad this makes me more mad than a movie that had a 30 million dollar budget that's bad because this one had i think like a 200 million dollar budget it's going to make a billion dollars and meanwhile, these great movies aren't getting made. These great scripts aren't being accepted because why pay for a great script when you can just have somebody just literally just one out and that's that. It's the what James Harden Brooklyn Nets era of movies, I'd say. It's terrible. It's actually Kyrie. It didn't even do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It didn't even play the game. Didn't even play the game. Didn't even show us. Didn't even have the dinosaurs. Except the somehow the Nets are going to win the finals because they're going to make <laughs> yeah, a billion dollars. Yeah, the Nets. You know, because at least, and, and we need to wrap this up, this segment up soon, but at least Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, although the script was bad, they at least tried. They really tried to make that movie something, and I just didn't like it. Yes. But a lot of people liked it, and they liked it because they tried, and they tried something different, and they thought outside the box. They didn't just go in there and just make Doctor Strange do a bunch of swirly, you know, breaking wall stuff and then just have him do magic yeah. and beat a bad guy at the end. They actually tried to do something different and original. They took a risk. And did it pay off? Not really, because too many people did not like that movie. But at least they tried. Jurassic World Dominion, they didn't try, man. They didn't try at all. It wasn't even about dinosaurs. They did the, they did the dinosaurs dirty. They did the original trio Dirty. I can't believe they swindled them in to making this movie. And you know what? They they should be ashamed of themselves. Because they read that script and they went, eh, I don't care that this is literally a sandwich. I'm getting paid a bunch of money, so I'll just do it. Whatever. Shame on you. Shame on you, Sam Neill. Shame on you, Laura Dern. Shame on you, Jeff Goldblum. I said it. Shame on you. That's all I have to say. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we are back. Next up, I want to talk about Hustle, which is Netflix's uh, new Adam Sandler movie. Now, if you know anything about Adam Sandler's time at Netflix, has not been the best. Now, have they all been hits on Netflix? Yes. Have they been hits for the critics? Absolutely not. The Ridiculous Six was an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. It is a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is impressive. Uh, you may remember Hubie Halloween, which released in 2020. actually quite enjoyed that movie. But I liked it's not, it. But it's not good. Um, uh, Murder Mystery was decent, but still not that great. Hustle, though, is like a comedy drama. It's not your traditional Adam Sandler movie. It's produced by Adam Sandler and LeBron James. It features a laundry list of NBA icons and current players. You got Anthony Edwards in this, who actually puts on a good performance. Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves. Guard. Um, he actually is really good in this. I'm not kidding. He's good in this movie. Like he he could have a career. I'm not I'm not kidding. Um, you got Luka Doncic. From the Dallas Mavericks. You got Trey Young from the Atlanta Hawks. You got Shaquille O'Neal. Ever heard of him? You got Charles Barkley. Kenny Smith is an Jet. actor in this movie, and he's very good in this movie. He's Adam Sandler's friend, and he's good, and he doesn't play Kenny Smith. 
Dude. He's actually acting in this movie. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki's in it uh, for a bit. He's great in it. Uh, uh, Dr. J-, J is in this. He's actually mm. acts in this movie, and he's good in it as well. But it's more than just that. Uh, you could enjoy this as a non-basketball fan. It has a lot of heart. It has just the right amount of sports movie corniness to it and campiness that I really actually like. And this is a true sports movie. Because I feel like a lot of sports movies kind of tell stories with the background of sports. This is very much about basketball and the relationship of the people who care about basketball. Um, Just a short synopsis. Adam Sandler is a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers who, to become an assistant coach, must find the next great NBA player. Ends up finding um, a talented prospect in Spain who is like a, he's a hustler. He wears like, he wears like Timberlands on the basketball court and hustles people when he's like actually incredible at basketball. So it's about him training them up and some other things along the way and then Adam Sandler's relationship with his family and the organization. I love this movie. Like, I smiled the whole way through. I thought Adam Sandler was incredible. There was a little to be desired with the performance in the dramatic area. Mm-hmm. Um, but It's a sports movie. It's okay. But he's, like, so incredibly likable. Like, I just can't say enough about how likable Adam Sandler is. I gave this an 88 out of 100. Like, this is a really good movie. I could see it making my top 10 of the year, but there's a lot. There's a lot that's going to come out. Love this movie. I'd recommend it to anybody. I think anybody could watch this movie and really like it. It's, it's one of those universal movies so taylor you gotta watch it savannah you probably won't watch it but you should watch it it's really good so watch hustle, hustle. netflix they're coming out <laughs> oh my god um whoa netflix was down there for a minute but stranger things hustle mm-hmm. you know they're dropping some better content the mission impossible movies are coming on netflix will they'll turn it around so yeah hustle next up Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel, the newest Disney Plus Marvel series. Savannah, I'm curious to know. We haven't really yeah. talked about it yet. Take the floor. We've watched <laughs> the first episode, the only episode released. What are your thoughts? I think it's very childish. Like, it's not for adult Marvel fans, honestly. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, they have, like, there's almost this, like, kiss scene in the first one. Like, yeah. Like, in the first episode, and that was weird. And They're very, very, like, staring into each other's souls. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It wasn't good, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like Like, I was though. over it before we were halfway through. Mm. And I don't, I don't know. It was just, it felt like it should be on Disney Channel. Well, and it could also, like, I mean, it was like 50 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. It could have been, like, this. Is, this I feel like sometimes with the uh, streaming shows, like, they can get a little bit too, uh, like, if this show was, they just had, this was two 22-minute episodes, you know what I mean? Maybe it's different. You know what I'm saying? The beats, maybe it needs to just go a little quicker. Mm. Than, you know what I'm saying? I just think sometimes, because it is, it feels like a Disney show, but it's 50 minutes long. Yeah. So it's just going real slow. So... But honestly, with this, this this one, it seems, yeah, it honestly doesn't feel like it's 
supposed to be like I'm not supposed to be the guy who's watching this and enjoying it. It's supposed to be young younger audience. Like maybe trying to like. get a younger audience yeah. into Marvel and so But that audience is already the the audience is there. Yeah. But I they're c- just they need they need some they need some shows too. I mean I get it. So I have like some pretty conflicting thoughts about this show because I I actually appreciated the creativity that it brought. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was really cool how they used like this animated this animated um aspect of basically her mind showing her thoughts and stuff and even like when she was texting her friend yeah the like, background they used the tube lighting to show the responses and stuff and they yeah just, i like that i really liked that uh, yeah, that, that direct cool. the directing of this i actually really enjoyed i, I don't know who the director is I, I should know um and i honestly don't think the script was that bad like I wasn't laughing because I just, well, I just didn't find it funny. But I recognized, like, oh, like, I, I could see this being for someone. Yeah. And I'm willing to admit it's 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 definitely not for me. But I also found it kind of charming in spots where it's kind of like, I, I actually think the actress who plays Kamala Khan is, like, really good. I actually yeah. really enjoyed her performance. She, she brought a really, like, authentic mm-hmm. and fresh take on sort of like she's kind of like a Spider-Man character where she's yeah, like this regular Spider-Man. kid in high school who's a nerd, who's growing up, who happens to inherit these superhero powers. And I feel like she did that in a very um, unique way. And her story is really great, which I'll talk about later. But the actress. But they it, it fell victim to so many tropes to the point where I think it was on purpose. Yeah. But also... I don't believe the show was made for kids. I think that they were trying to make it campy. Like there are some shows like like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It, it is it is a campy show on purpose. But this show did it to a Disney Channel level. Yeah, and it was inconsistent because sometimes I was like, okay, like yeah, like like this can work, like whatever, like it's a little campy, but you know that's kind of like the the genesis of superhero. Uh, superheroes in in media is kind of this campy approach. Well, they're they're superheroes. It's a kids. It's a kids yeah. It, you're ta- yeah. It's from comic books. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and this did have a very like comic book feel. I feel like this would translate from onto the page really well. Um, my problem though, and I'll and I'll give it back to you guys in a second. My problem though is there is a space for this. Okay, and that's why. Having Disney Plus series is really cool because you can tell these stories you wouldn't otherwise tell because you're not going to make a Moon Knight movie. You're not going to make a Miss Marvel movie. You're not going to make a Hawkeye movie. There's a reason Hawkeye didn't get anything until right. 2021 when he'd been around since 2010, right, in yeah. Iron Man 2. There's a reason because you know you're not going to sell Hawkeye. So it's cool that they can tell these stories and then also include them into the bigger projects. Here's my thing, though. I struggle with the fact that Marvel has this universe. Therefore, everything that we see in these shows, the choices they make, exist in the same universe as these other projects and the choices they make. So it's like, if I see Miss Marvel in an Avengers movie in five years, I'm going to think back to how she jumped out of a window, grabbed a tree branch, and fell down. 
and think that was really stupid and cheesy. Yeah. So it's like, in, but in the comics, I feel like there's this divide where you can go, ah, oh, it's just like, this is just her. It's like a comic run, whatever. You can kind of like, it's a book. It's like, it's like just written and drawn. It's like whatever. But in this, it's like, I would, I, I would imagine they're doing her as a comic book character justice. Yeah. But I just keep thinking, and it's same thing with Multiverse of Madness. It's like, we're going to see Doctor Strange and something else. He's going to cameo and whatever, Guardians of the Galaxy or something. I don't know. And we're going to think like, dude, you were a zombie. Yeah. Like, I, like if that makes any sense. Like, that just kind of like, it's weird that the best thing about Marvel is that it's all in a collective universe. But what I'm noticing as of late is that that's becoming its biggest issue. Well, it exacerbates your, it makes your mistakes it's like a multiplier. Well, and it sucks because I like that they're giving this creative freedom. That's so important. I like that they they are. I like that they've taken Miss Marvel and it appears they have done her justice and have told her story in the way they wanted to tell it. They didn't play it safe. They didn't make this vanilla, right? But I feel like it impacts the greater universe. I thought it was pretty vanilla. Well, it, but here's the thing: if they wanted to play it safe, they would have made it in the same way as they would if it were a movie. That's what I'm saying. They would have played it off like Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, oh, he's just, you know, he's walking into a sandwich shop. He knows the guy. These guys, you know, a bank robber. Oh, there's a clue. Who are these guys? I'm going to track this down. They would never make a movie like they did this Miss oh, Marvel yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, 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 so I that's why I'm saying it's not vanilla in that sense. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, yeah, I just don't think it's... It was clearly, I'm not the person that's going to like that. You know what I mean? Right. I so, almost got I, I sort of the same vibes I did from Turning Red with this. Yeah. Where it just so clearly wasn't for me, except I really do. And I was too harsh on Turning Red. But, like, I, I genuinely just did not, I didn't appreciate the writing and the choices that Turning no. Red made. But Turning Red did a this lot of, not like. not that bad. It's not as bad as that. Miss Marvel is more well written, and I do think that it has room to improve. Like I'm gonna watch it because it's I, episode one, and I I love Marvel. Like I'm gonna watch anything they put out, and it's okay if something doesn't work for me. I'm invested. I'm invested. You did Endgame. I'm in for life. You did No Way Home. I'm in for life. I can take I can take the Hawkeyes. They're like bet. <laughs> I can take the Falcon and Winter Soldiers. I can take the Eternals. You know. Now if you're now multiverse of madness that's when you go oh you did that bad okay do me do me wrong once shame on me do me <laughs> wrong twice shame on you do me wrong three times it might be out i'm just saying i'm just saying i don't put up with bad quality i can i can ignore a disney plus show you're gonna make she hulk okay i can forget about that <laughs> all right but you know what i mean yeah so, yeah i hear you saying i yeah it, it could be fine but i just what do you think, Savannah? I do think it's I do think it's cool that it's a show for adults. That they've made a show about a young girl. And I do think they didn't really hold back on showing like an authentic young girl, right? Like I thought it was cool how she was like insecure wearing her cosplay costume. I thought that was cool. That's not something you see a lot, you know, yeah, in mainstream. But... Like she's trying to pull it down, like stretch it out. You know, I thought that was cool. Like, they did kind of, and, like, I felt like her relationship with her friend, they kind of did kind of well, except the kissing thing. Yeah, the kissing thing was really weird. But it was cool that there was, like, this, like, 
Muslim American 16 year old superhero. Yeah, that is nice. It's cool. No, yeah, it's the representation totally cool. is nice. But I'm, I don't know. But I, I just feel like quality is not, it's not on par with Marvel. It's just not. Yeah, yeah. And I, maybe it's just supposed to be kind of, I mean, surely it's not, though. They're going to involve, like you were saying, they're going to, she's going to show up in a movie. Well, she is, though. She's already confirmed because Captain Marvel 2 is going to be called The Marvels. Oh. And it's going to have Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau from WandaVision, and Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, all together in the one movie. Like, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So, like, my problem is, is, like, if this stinks, you're really running into some weird territory. But And I would say I'd give it a 7 out of 10. So it's not garbage. But, like, there's some, it's 70%. I'm putting it like flat 70, just off the top of my head. Like, I don't think it's a D, but like, C is not good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested in C's. Yeah, you're not, you're not going, you're not going out to Pizza Hut, you know, for a C. For a C Your plus pizza. taking you to. C minus pizza. No, no way. They're not doing that. You guys are so weird. I mean, they're not, they're probably not like yelling at you for it, but they're also not taking you to bowl, you know? So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, Miss Marvel. Hopefully, I'm sure it'll get better. I will say, like, for a premiere episode, as far as establishing character, they've probably done it better than the other Disney Plus shows, which sounds so weird. But as far as just, like, her character of Kamala Khan, I think they did a, a pretty good job. Yeah. I think. You yeah. Know, you just got to ignore all the extremely cheesy and just really bad decisions they made. <laughs> uh, Savannah. What? We need, we need to get you some energy. Because we're about to talk about what I think is going to be the best movie of 2022. I'm dead serious. And I need you to start us off here with your thoughts, your anticipation, your hopes, your dreams. Take us to infinity and beyond. Lightyear dropping this week, Thursday, June. Oh, this week. June's uh, 16th. 16th. I know oh. that because that's the day before payday. Heck yeah. <laughs> so Savannah, oh. get find that, find that, find that in you. I have no idea. Find that karate chop action in you and give us your thoughts. Well, I'm gonna be honest, I was kinda iffy about it. Whoa, what? I was. I was Whoa. a little iffy about it. Yeah, I'm gonna say that too. I was. Whoa, no way. <laughs> well, Are you serious? Yeah, a little bit. I was iffy about it because I didn't understand what it was gonna be about. But then we watched the first part of the documentary on Disney Plus about it, and they explained that it's supposed to be the movie that the toy is based off of, not just making a movie about Buzz Lightyear. Because that's what I thought it, you know? You thought they're making a Buzz Lightyear toy movie where he doesn't look like the toy? No. No. I don't know. She thought it was a, like a just a spinoff, I think, probably. Because that's what I thought. It was just going to be just like a weird post, post this movie. Just chronological kind of thing instead of... But, like when I heard Lightyear, that's what I was thinking. There, I just do. didn't understand. Like even I after seeing the trailers, you no, thought this? no, I no. Didn't, I'm saying originally, that's what. Oh I thought. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like think about it as the movie that inspired the toy. Mm -hmm. So when we watched that, I was like, oh, oh, gotcha, mm -hmm. gotcha. Right. So now I think it's going to be pretty dope. But I was like. 
Yeah, because they can do Why? they can do like a lot. This that frees them like up. Like a series whatever. out yeah. of this is the way I see it. I mean, and and what's really cool is Pixar's had such uh, an influence with Star Wars. You know, you can see it throughout a lot of their movies. They reference Star Wars, and Pixar is actually an offshoot of Lucasfilm. Yeah. That's where Pixar was came from. Was it was it was literally just a sub studio of George Lucas's studio, and. Uh, so yeah, it gives me Star Wars vibes. Like it looks like he's in Dagobah in, in the trailer. Yeah, just like mm-hmm. you know in Empire Strikes Back. So that's really cool. Yeah, that will be cool. And they could just and I like that it does seem like what I was trying to say is like they can just they can really go wherever they want because it doesn't like it's not like in the movies they're like saying, oh this is like when you fought. You know, this bad guy, like, they don't right. have to... The only thing not, is Zerg no and that he's a space ranger. They yeah. can do whatever they want. It's basically starting fresh. Yeah, no limitations. So that's, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm beyond excited. Again, I really do honestly think it'll be the best movie of the year. You got Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. I mean, who doesn't love that? And... You can never go wrong. It seems like there's going to be, like, a time implication involved. You got space. I just think it looks incredible. I think it just visually looks like Pixar's best work. It looks so good to me. But Savannah, what are your expectations? What are you hoping to see from this? I don't know, honestly. I'm willing I, to like let it go in any direction. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Now that I like really, d- I don't know why I'm like getting emotional. I oh feel my god, like crying! I don't even know. Oh what's my happening. god! Oh my god, bro! <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Not even on my period. I'm just crazy. <laughs> 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 I'm just crazy. I don't know what's happening. Okay, I was thinking about macaroni for dinner, and it got me teary-eyed. I was, I'm so pumped. I'm so ready Bro, for I'm going to spoil you guys, man. It's going to be so uh, good. I was like, oh, macaroni? <laughs> no, I'm on it, I'm open to anything. Whatever they want to do is fine with me, because mm. I really love Buzz in Toy Story. He's like... Yeah. He's he's yeah. a toy every kid yeah, wanted. He's he's the cool yeah, one. He's kind of better than... Better than Woody. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe not as a character, but no. as a toy? No. Functionality? Absolutely. Because Woody, I mean... Woody's got a pull string. I mean, for Come me, on. as a kid, I 100% would have preferred Woody over Buzz. Like, well, getting I, a toy? I yeah. did. Like, I had a Woody and a Buzz, and Woody was my guy. Woody's, Woody's, Woody was my best friend. Mm. It do I, be like that. I thought I was... But also, I love hey. the character of Woody. Toy Story's Woody's movie. Hey, somebody yeah. robs you at four in the morning. Who are you calling? I'm not calling Woody. All right, I'm calling Buzz. He is a sheriff. Yeah, but Idiot. come on, come you on. calling the guy with a laser in his <laughs> in on. his arm? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not calling the guy with a pull string. I'm calling. Mm-hmm. I'm calling an hey, intergalactic superhero. But I, I'm so Ow, excited for I just this. Hit my headphones. And they like fall. She's off my hurt head. herself. <laughs> I was pretending I was lassoing, and I just hit. This man is on the ten day IL. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Savannah brought up the uh, little. A pretty short documentary that Disney Plus put out. Yes, do really not good. watch it if you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, because like the last twenty minutes, they start like going into what the whole movie's about. Yeah, and we they, like turned it off. But seeing the origin of Buzz and how it has evolved into this is really cool. And it will really explain like why every kid wanted Buzz. Cause yeah, like in the movies, I was like, oh, he's like fine. Like I don't get why he's such a big deal. But I didn't. I mean, he's all right. I, d- I still, like, even watching Toy Story, obviously, I was, like, really young and didn't understand that Buzz was from a movie. 
No, I mean that wasn't obvious. No, like it it was just, like they, they did, never they said never said he was like from that. a movie. But yeah, why would a kid want that particular toy so bad? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, any any other thoughts on Lightyear? I'm good. No, pass. Okay. I'm ready to get into our draft. Stranger Things theories first. Oh my bad. I totally yeah. We'll do about Stranger that. Things theories real quick. We're gonna go back to the world of TikTok here. Uh, talk about that for a bit, and then draft. Pixar movies. movies. Yes. yes. Well, I also want to say that, are you going to bring up the thing that I sent you? Um, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about it really quick. Because, yeah. Um, I didn't know that the day that Mike... Spoilers for Stranger Things uh, Volume 1. If you still haven't watched and you live under a freaking rock. Yes. You should definitely watch it. But I... I guess Rory, Max's sister, had brought it up, and I just, like... Many didn't. times. I obviously was not paying attention. I'm no. so sorry, Rory, but I know you're not going to listen to this either. So wow, no. <laughs> yeah, Rory, surprisingly, like, never listens to the podcast. Well... I don't when understand. We, when we put it on YouTube, she watched it. Yeah, she likes this. I can't listen to things. I have to watch it. Uh, I, okay. Uh, you're freaking I weird. have to be doing something to watch a, listen to a podcast. I'm not just yeah, chilling. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't do anything. <laughs> well it's summer anyway go ahead but so the day that mike gets into town is actually will's birthday and they forgot about his birthday march 22nd yeah yeah the duffers forgot about his birthday is that what they're saying no the characters forgot about his. there's birthday. a connection there man because because i'll tell you why will's the, gonna die on his birthday in the first season on his own birthday mm-hmm. hey the, f- <laughs> the first season, she mentioned his birthday was March 22nd. And then when they're recording 11 before they, what do they pour on her? Like chocolate milk or something like that? Yeah. Um, It says March A 22nd. Shake, I think. Yeah. So On the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's Will's birthday. It's Will's birthday. So and they either forgot or there's a connection. Yes. But also, I saw this. I don't know if it's real. I think I might look it up really quick. I saw this thing on instagram that said there's going to be a time jump for season five well yeah but like of course there's always they made a time it jump. seem they made it seem like pretty big i mean i don't think it's been confirmed but you look it up i'll play our first but, tiktok but my question is like v- yeah the vecna thing like no the the stranger things interviewers on a variety interview they said the Duffer Brothers revealed that they did, in fact, forget the date that Will was brought into the fictional world of Hawkins, Indiana. They forgot. I think they forgot his birthday. No. Yeah, even the Stranger Things creators forgot about Will's birthday is what this thing says. Freaking Will. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one. I can't believe that people aren't talking about this detail. This is from, uh, I'm going to butcher this. It's Dom Gamero, a D-O-M-G-A-M. I-E-R-O. Bill in Stranger Things Season 4. Recently, I've seen a lot of people talking about the possibility that Will was taken by Vecna in Season 1, and I have to say that I fully agree. The main question is, how did Will get away? After we saw Will go to the Upside Down, we don't know exactly where he was or what he did first. He could have been left alone in the shed in the Upside Down. For example, at the end of Season 4, Volume 1, Nancy was just out in the open. Vecna wasn't trying to hurt her yet. 
so maybe Will was able to get away. Now, this could be a bit of a reach, but what if Will figured out that music was the key to survival by accident? We already know that Kate Bush was able to save Max from Vecna, so why can't it be the same for Will? What if he tried to play some music to try to get his mom's attention? What if in the process he figured out that he was safe when he did this? Oh, wait a minute. This totally happened in season one. Remember when Jonathan showed Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash to Will, and then later on while he was in the Upside Down, he played it for Joyce? Hmm. So basically what this theory is saying is that it's, pretty dope. it's, it's possible pretty cool. that Vecna took Will to the Upside Down, not the Demogorgon, which would explain a lot because he wasn't near... Um, he was he wasn't like near an opening in the upside down, which I believe is like Barb was like dragged into the upside down. Correct. I don't remember. Whereas Will just sure. disappeared. Yeah. Right. So people think that Vecna took him in, but he survived because he was right in his house. Right. So he could have escaped, turned on the music somehow, and then boom, that saved him because he was listening to his favorite song. Are you gonna show? Is there another video that you're gonna show? Yeah. Okay. I don't. So the theory is so that does it was, that render season one kind of useless then? Because he, like, why, why would it? Well, why wouldn't he? Why would he? What do you like? I don't know why he wouldn't say that then. He, I because don't think he he's knew. Not, he's not in Hawkins <laughs> right now with them dealing with Vecna, so he doesn't. No, even, he doesn't no, even know I'm Vecna saying, is. No, I'm saying why? Like they did. They never mentioned that Will was saved by. Like Will never brought that up. I don't think he knew. I think it was an accident because even when he left and went to like Castle Byers, he was just covering his ears, humming, should I stay or should I go in season okay. one? So he incidentally All right. protected himself with that song. That makes sense. All right. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Next up from the creator known as. All right. Let's talk. J Buck Studios, who has a lot of followers. Here we go. This is a pretty big one. About the Stranger Things theory that... I'll turn the volume back up. All right. Could play a huge role in the last two episodes. Obviously, spoilers, so go watch this show. So we know Vecna feeds off of children who have some form of past trauma, have headaches, hear the grandfather clock, and then unalive. Welp, Miss Kelly may be working with Vecna, and we didn't even see it. Call me crazy, but the first sign of this is the fact that she wears a clock-like pendant. Sure, this could just be a necklace, but also it's shaped like a key, meaning she is the key. Or maybe the key is to unlock the Creole grandfather clock, because it does have a keyhole on it. Also, when shown Miss Kelly's clock, the seven is just an upside down two, again hinting at the upside down. Furthermore, a constant ticking can be heard when Max visits both her home and office. Yeah, you're right. She had seen all of the victims prior, knowing that they had similar symptoms, but didn't make a connection. Ms. Kelly is either working with Vecna, feeding him the trauma children, or she was possessed by Vecna, similar to Will by the Mind Flyer. Alright, let's talk about this flyer. flyer. Mind flyer? Big big L there, Jay Buck. Uh, yeah. So, Miss Kelly, if you don't immediately recognize the name, is the counselor in season yeah. four who Max meets and um, the other two victims of Vecna besides Patrick, Chrissy, mm -hmm. and was name Fred? I don't know. You know the, the nerdy kid. That poor kid. That poor kid. That was awful. Justice for Fred. Justice for freaking Fred, dude. Um... Yeah, I mean, 
I think it makes complete sense. It is way too coincidental. I mean, all yeah. the signs point to her having a connection to this. How, what kind of sicko do you have to be to notice the seven two thing? You know, yeah, what I mean? you got to just be. There's people who literally you make a living analyze just it, analyzing yeah. these videos and stuff, like yeah. YouTube pages and stuff. Well, it's insane. Are you going to show any more videos? There's one more. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I keep having this point that I want to bring up, but I don't know. Well, I'll it's, show the next one, and then and then we'll discuss. Um, we'll discuss. Oh, that's me. That's embarrassing. What's you? <laughs> Your background. It's oh, just a picture of me. No one's going to see this. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, in a recent okay, here we go. These guys this are great. Things theory that uh, these are uh, um, just then nobodies. They have like 12 million followers. This is, this is the stuff they do. Someone is... Okay, here we go. Actually, a hidden villain. A hidden villain? So in a recent interview, the actor Kayla McLaughlin, who plays Lucas, actually said one word to describe this season was the word traitor. And we just got introduced to the most powerful villain yet, Vecna, who attacks teenagers that have a lot of trauma. Vecna is a lot scarier than I thought. But in the past, we've seen the Mind Flayer use like Will and Billy as spies in the real world. But there's a theory that Vecna is actually doing this again. And the person that he's using is Miss Kelly, the high school counselor. Wait, what? So there's a bunch of hidden details that actually point so then they the go on the to bring out the same things. But yeah, they think that she's being manipulated by Vecna as a spy. Well, traitor, it's, it's, that seems like it's a clear reference yeah. to Vecna himself. I agree. I think that traitor refers to one in his relationship with Eleven. Yeah. But it all points the same way. All right. Yeah, I like that. I, like I that. think it's clear. I mean, that seems pretty obvious to me. And also, the upside down two kind of makes me think... Maybe she's two. Like, maybe one had an accomplice, and it was two, and she's two. Like, she's the well, second. Isn't, isn't two the guy? Yeah, what there guy? was a two. There is that, a two? That beat up 11? His name was two? Yeah, I think so. Was it? Okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I feel like the upside down's inanimate, not a deity, right? And that way, is that what you were saying? Hmm? Two is the upside down. Is that what you're saying? No. Who are you saying is two? Kelly. Kelly's two. Kelly. Kelly. Miss Kelly, bro. Do you oh listen, no, bro? no, no. Well, I thought you were talking about she. I thought you were talking about a. I thought you were talking about she, as in people use she as inanimate objects. They say she. That's what I was thought you were saying. Like what a is boat. Happening? People say boat is she. Wow, bro, that was a Whoa. deep conclusion you just well, made. No, but like, you know what I'm okay. Saying? I'm well, talking about boats. Okay, because you said the upside down. So okay, okay. Yeah. Well, about the that. point that I wanted to bring up is that they there was another video. I don't know if you watched it or if I watched it, but this woman was talking about how she's like a hundred percent sure that Vecna was the one who took Will, and because a demogorgon is like an animal, so like. As soon as they see you, they attack you, they eat you. Yeah. They don't, you don't just disappear. So if a Demogorgon were to get Will, they would have found his body. He would have been dead. He wouldn't have just disappeared. Absolutely. Into the upside Why down. did he vanish and no one else did? Yeah. Point. It was point. freaking Vecna. And we know the Duffer mm -hmm. Brothers knew from the beginning. Yeah. Vecna was a part of this. And I'm telling you, Will has a strong connection to this, the end of this show. He has the painting. I'm telling you, Will is somehow going to die. Die or but will he die unquote. in this? I think I still think it's up in the air whether he dies. This well, season. I also saw this thing that was like the real villain of Stranger Things is um, 
Will's barber. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so bad. Yeah, it His is awful. so bad. Yeah. Poor guy. So Stranger Things theories. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on to. Actually, Will, Will's barber is clearly his mom, right? There's no chance he's going to a barber to get that cut. Yeah, they're too, like, poor. Like, they're, like, poor, right? Is it Well, but also just there's no way you go to the barber and, like, give me that. Yeah, he just they're finishes poor, his cereal. Up, I'm sorry. They're poor, but they up and move to California. Yeah, they're not that poor. They had to, bro. They probably got, like, some sort of settlement money. from The, they prob- the government probably so gave them money to go hush-hush. Yeah. Uh, he literally finishes his cereal in the morning. She pops a ball on his head and just snip, snips. Snip, snip, snip. <laughs> she does, man. Uh, all right, let's move on to our draft. This will be our last segment of the week. Uh, we are going to be drafting, in a snake draft, Pixar movies. Pixar movies. And this week, I wanted applause. to do- Applause. We need an applause. Dude, the fact we don't have one, um, it, um, random name generator- because I don't think we we need to actually, like, make this order random. Because this could be pretty cutthroat, personally. <laughs> My gosh, what a freaking nerd. <laughs> that is the nerdiest thing what? I've ever heard anyone <laughs> say ever. Dude, we got to get a random number generator. Okay, why did you I put might Taylor get heated. in before me? That's <laughs> Man, literally shut just rude. up. All right, let's like spin. You, do, do you love Taylor Do I need to make me? fun of you, too? Let's spin for first. <laughs> what is this? Okay, go ahead. Make fun of me. See what happens. Bet. Shut up. Let's spin for first. Here we go. First up is Savannah. You look so happy. You don't want to be first. I guess you do. Dang. Yeah, you get to take. All right. Mirror Taylor. I kind of hope I get third. Get the two picks in a row. Damn. Yikes. All right. Okay. So Taylor's going second. I go third. Worst. All right. Worst pick. Okay. Three's the best. All right. So Savannah with the first pick in the Pixar movie draft. Up. Up. Number one. Okay. It's so good, guys. You like to say something about Up? Why you chose it first? The value as the number one pick? It's just good. Savannah, <laughs> you're such a deep thinker. I love that about you. I love how deep of a thinker you are. You remind me of this. You are this. You're the embodiment of this. <laughs> God, bro. I don't know. It's just like good. No, the... <laughs> I mean, it is good. It is good. I mean, it's good. The romance between them and the talking dog and how sad he is because his <laughs> wife died. Such a deep analysis of really the movie. Just, really just you know, me. like, just listing parts like of it. The movie. It really just hit <laughs> me. The beginning, the end. It's it just great. hits me in the feels, okay? Yeah. Leave me alone. Totally agree. Well, All right. I got a great analysis on mine. Taylor, so. too. Taylor, you better be careful with this one, man. Uh, mm. Taylor, you could you could get a lot of hate on this one. I'm just warning no, I'm, you. I'm going to do it, and I have no regrets. No, no, no. Oh. So go ahead. Push, oh. push the button. No, Taylor. Push the button. What? You got to be careful, bro. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not... Full swing. Full swing. 450 dead center. Cars. Okay. That, okay. Cars is I a great movie. It is aged particularly well, I feel like. Watched it again at the daycare a while back. I think How well? Yeah. But, I mean, people don't know what that is. It's not a daycare. How well? dumb idiot. Yeah, the listeners know. 
Okay. Don't Give them some more mind. respect. Sorry, they remember. Sorry, I'll, I'll go by the. I'll, I'll say powwow. Um, and then, um, yeah, I don't know what else I was going to say. I got rudely interrupted because they had to clarify that it's not a daycare. So I don't know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you just sounded so much like your dad. <laughs> you were like, I don't know, <laughs> bro. The movies you had to pass up, and I love cars, but the movies you had to pass I up. Know. I had to get it. You have two picks. I had to get it. I was in no sure. world I was going to pick cars. I, dude, yeah. who knows? I, I, picked, I got I I'm happy with my I pick. I knew he was going to pick up. Cars is a great movie. I so. like it a lot, but All right, with my first pick, I'm going with The Goat, uh Toy Story, yeah. the first one. It's the first full-length yeah. animated feature film. It's fantastic. It changed the game. Uh Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, it it's it, it's incredible. Easy. Easy lock. Easy money. Uh, and I got this. Uh, got the fourth pick as well. This is tough. This is a tough one to choose. Um, I could go double Toy Story, but boring. Uh, I'm going to go with one so close to my heart. It, it's a toss-up between these other two, but uh, I, I'm going to go with Monsters, Inc. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. Would you say it's better than Cars? No. Wow. Love okay. cars. Freaking All right, love cars. Taylor, you're up. Um, what? Oh, yeah. Dang. It's <sighs> a tough one. Cars mm. at two. Cars two. <laughs> this oh, is, my God. Not even a Pixar movie. Throw up. <laughs> this is not even a... That's, oh, it is a Pixar movie. I forgot. It's Cars 3 that's not, right? No, Taylor, it's why planes, would... It's planes. My, my God. I've me. said this to him five times. I, I, hey, it's fine. It's on me. It's on me. I could kill him. I could kill this man. I could curb stomp this person. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Not. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> Trigger warning. Jeez. I mean, I, he said he was going to get heated about this. Calm but. down. Um, I'm going to go Finding Nemo. Yes, that's the obvious next pick. Thank you. That's so mean. Um, yeah, you know Finding Nemo is a great one. I love my. This is just like kind of a general Pixar thought. But I don't know the guy's name, but the voice who's in literally all of them, he's the fish. John Ratzenberger. Yes. Yeah. Love that. He's, Love a, that. he's incredible. He's probably my favorite character when you consider all of, like all the times I like him. Yeah, he's the he's ham and and yeah. Toy Story. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. He's the uh, guy who gets hit uh, in the head with a cane uh by Mr. Fredrickson at his mailbox. Yes. Yeah. This guy's awesome. No, he's hey, he's a goat. Yeah, I don't even know what if he you, says. If you've ever watched Cheers, he's like in Cheers. He's great in Cheers. Yeah. Total yeah. G. Yeah, you got to go turn. find Nemo there. My turn. My turn. My turn. All right, Savannah, with the sixth pick. The Incredibles. Yes, great pick. Great pick. Amen. Amen. That is a good value play there. Back at the second round for The Incredibles. I honestly think this movie has an argument for going one. I think it's a fantastic film. It, it, it's great. It, it, it honestly might be the best superhero movie ever made. I'm being dead serious. When I, say, I mean, dead serious. This is the perfect script. The Incredibles. It really is. It, 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 the storytelling. I'm glad you this like my pick so much. It's a great pick. <laughs> it's an awesome pick. Okay. He liked his. He liked your pick so much that he's like, I'm gonna go back and make fun of how bad my picks were <laughs> because of. It is just. It's such a great movie. It gets better and better. You, every time a superhero movie is made, you're like it gets better. The, you're just comparing it to The Incredibles and just 
like hating Man, it. Isn't better than is it better than Endgame? <laughs> it's better than. Yeah, it is better than Endgame. I'm, I'm being that serious. It actually the whole is movie as a whole. Yeah. Wow. It, it is. It's just. A, it's. It is a better movie. Like it's very than Infinity very War. Now that's when you're getting. You're getting close there. You're getting you're getting close. But honestly, close? It, you're getting close. The Incredibles is an incre- incredible movie. It really is. It is awesome. How much okay. better is the incre- How much better is the Incredibles than the Batman? Uh, I would say I give the Batman. Um, I think a 93, 94. I mean, the Incredibles. Quite honestly, you're probably looking at maybe 99, 100. That For is, real, that is awesome. And the difference between. Uh, you know, a 94 and a 99 is very high when you start getting there, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I think The Incredibles is unbelievably good. You might need to start going with the points then. You know what I mean? 94 point, you know what I'm saying? There, There is room for points, there I guess, but I usually just round down, uh, round up okay. or down. It's, I don't really need the points. Uh, this It gets very tough for me here. Hey, I get to go twice, right? No, you you'll never go twice. Actually, I think or she will. I do go twice. Do you she go goes, twice? Yeah, she goes twice. Right uh, here. you do. Oh, that's right, you do. Thank yeah. you for that. My God, I'm an idiot. Go ahead, Savannah. Oh wait. Toy Story Two. Good pick. I love that one. Yep. Yeah. It might be my favorite one. I agree. I think it is my favorite Pixar movie. Toy Story so 2 is good. so underrated. It's your, fav- it's your favorite Pixar movie? Yeah, I think so. I thought that's kind of what we were doing. So this is just best. We're going total, strict, best. Yeah. Not even favorite. I mean, I guess you can interpret it how you want, but we're okay. drafting. All right, all right. You know. All right. Are you regretting is it my Cars turn? at 2? No, I still. I still <laughs> no, dude, Cars is freaking great. Cars I freaking is good. love Cars. Cars I, is good. I will go to bat for Cars. Yeah, Taylor, you are up. Cars at two. It's like MJ at two. So I don't even. Okay. I'm going to go. Hmm. What? How mad would you be if I said turning red? Not mad because I want to win the draft. That's a point, right? To win yeah. the draft. <laughs> Pick it. Um, Take good dinosaur. Mm, ratatouille. Ah, that's what I wanted. Great pick. You'll I probably love Ratatouille. You, you could win. The I just draft got with that. like I got like two of my favorite movies already. You know, good for you, man. Cars and Ratatouille. Cars, Ratatouille, Finding Nemo. You're looking good. I feel like you could have got like Finding Nemo and then Cars and then Ratatouille. So it really, it, it you've redeemed yourself in my opinion. Well, and but also like with Pixar though, I feel like everybody's gonna leave this draft thinking they just they're like dominant you know what i mean but the problem is you're comparing you don't you got to compare the other lists you know what i mean there's no real duds here you know Mm -hmm. so no there's not um oh this is tough this is tough man uh how many more picks do i have two or this is my last pick because i went toy story monsters inc i think this is that was it. Oh, I've only had two. Yeah. I got. go twice right now. Do I go twice right now? Yes. Oh, thank God. Easy then. <laughs> Toy Story 3. Uh, this movie, when it came out in 2010, many people were rallying for this to win Best Picture. Like, for real. 
there are many people who said like notable people who said like this should be best picture. It's an amazing movie. It's so good. It might be the best third movie in a trilogy. Obviously, you got some arguments there, like the return of the king. Um, but Toy Story three is incredible. It's the it's like the first time I remember. Well, yeah, it's the first time I remember really crying in the theater. And that ending is just, I mean, it rips your heart out, bro. It is too much. Uh, so, yeah, Toy Story 3. And then the next one, thank God I have two picks. Over the years, man, this has just grown exponentially in my heart every day. I absolutely love this movie. And before I pick it, I got to make sure I didn't overlook anything and feel like an idiot uh, I don't think I will. This movie's absolutely flawless, if you ask me. And you want to talk about crying in the end? My God, dude. I could watch this 70 times. I'm crying on 71. So, Coco. I knew you were going to do that one. Coco. Unbelievably good. And the songs are good. It's a rare non-musical movie that has musical numbers in it that are good. Really good. Yeah. Co you know, like, the Remember Me is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, all right. Taylor. This is your final pick, right? Mm hmm And this is going to be another one that might make people mad. But you know what? I don't even care. Incredibles 2. Hey, you didn't play the thing. Wait, oh, my bad. I didn't, hear, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. <laughs> Incredibles 2 is my final pick. Okay. I, I, I freaking love Incredibles 2. And at least we can still win. I look at the board... We're, I, my decision came down to Wally, which is a great movie. A lot of people are going to be mad you didn't pick Wally, but I although really I'm, not the, I'm not the, I'm, I'm not honestly not, not the biggest I'm fan not of Wally. Wally I agree. I'm not either. Um, I think it's overrated, and I love Pixar. It's still a good movie, but it's overrated. Monsters University. It was. I like it. I like I, it more I, than Wally. I yeah. Oh yeah yeah Same. no I like it more than Wally, but. I just, I feel like Incredibles 2 it got a slight edge. I got to say, Incredibles 2, when I watched it in theaters, liked it, came out of it saying, might be as good as the first one. Dude, I, I came out of the theaters, I like, I was literally saying, I think this is better than the first one. Yeah. Rewatched it a couple months ago. Hated it. The weirdest 180 I've ever done with a movie. What? Yeah, it was really weird. I did not like it. We've watched it multiple times at Pow Wow. And yeah. I enjoyed it every time. Yeah, it's got good moments, but man, it, it, comparing it to the first one, loses a lot of points for me. But, you know, I can accept that pick for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not Wally, though. I'm, not Wally. I, Wally. I agree. Wally's yeah. Well, this list going Wally list, I can get behind. Oh, my God. There's a movie I can't believe I didn't pick. But, you know, they're all great. So, and then they're not all great, but. Yeah, whatever. Savannah so, gets the final pick. Savannah gets the final pick of this absolutely monumental, incredible draft that people will talk about for centuries. Soul. Yeah. Yes. Dang. Okay. Uh, I love this movie. I love that movie. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so heartfelt. Mm. It's just. It cuts at your soul. <laughs> I have never Chef's finished kiss. a single movie and felt more appreciative of life and the message that a yeah. movie gave to me than Soul. It's so good. This movie's incredible. This is another one you, where it falling to 12 is insane because this might be Pixar's best. So, great pick at really 12. I was praying that you didn't pick it, and I knew Taylor wouldn't pick it. Yeah. It's just I've so. only seen it once, 
So the sentimental aspect of it being a Pixar movie hasn't kicked in yet, whereas Coco it has. But man, Soul is so good. So let's read off the teams. Savannah's team, she's got Up, heavy hitter there. Mm -hmm. She's got The Incredibles, another heavy hitter there. Then she's got Toy Story 2 and rounds out the draft with Soul. I think I'm winning it again, guys. That's a great team. Taylor goes Cars, Finding Nemo, Ratatouille, and Incredibles 2. Disappointing. Incredibles 2 <laughs> takes a hit. No. You left Soul on the board. And I think I think you gotta go Wally honestly over Incredibles 2 just because it's no. a sequel. No. I, I honestly I think Incredibles 2 being a sequel makes it all the more impressive. I think Cars 3 is better than Incredibles 2, personally. I think Cars Ooh. 3 gets uh, like it's very underrated. I like the story of Cars 3. Cars but, 3 is the Europe one, right? No, it's Cars 2. Cars 2 is terrible. You dumb idiot. But Cars, oh, Cars man, getting me. Finding Nemo is like... Walk me through the plot of Cars 3 for Cars just like 3 like is like seconds. It's, it's, so it's like uh, Lightning McQueen is like an aging race car. He gets into yes. a wreck and he has to. He goes to this like... He ends up getting a trainer and all that. He tries to find his old spark again. Right. He's not the new guy in the spot. He's getting passed up by these newer race cars. Never seen that. I like that. It's really good. Never seen that. I really liked Cars 2. Cars 3. All the Cars movies got too bad of a rap. Like, look up the Rotten Tomato scores on Cars. It's like 76%. Rotten Tomato. Oh. And then my team is Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. Yo. What is it? 74%. Yeah, way too It's low. certified fresh, so, yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, th wait, did I miss yeah, one? Yeah, Toy Story Toy 3. Story 3 and Coco. I went to Toy Story. Kind of hate that, but, I mean... Guys, I win. They're great. Man. Monsters, Inc., Coco. So Savannah, you went up. Freaking Incredibles. Toy Story 2 Soul. Yeah, I think you do win. But we'll let the people decide. Taylor Taylor lost. Taylor is in third place. It's all right. I, it lost. But, but it was still having, solid. I'm going to be having a good time. It was solid, man. And you had to go second. You didn't get to pick twice. No. I, I think that's a respectable haul for yeah, you. Yeah, well, and also... But if Savannah had got Incredibles 2 and you've got Soul, you would have won the draft, just saying. Because you would have had Soul, Ratatouille, Finding Nemo, and Cars. You would have you would yeah. have wrecked shop. Yeah, I kind of... I Those are all best picture winners. Yeah, I kind of overlooked Soul. That's tough. That was bad. That was a bad... <laughs> but but you can't go wrong with Pixar. You know, as long as we didn't pick Cars 2, Good Dinosaur, Brave, Onward. Ratatouille was the steal hey, of the I draft. Hey, I like Brave. Uh, Soul was a steal of the draft. But, like, I think Soul's steal of the draft, yeah. Ratatouille, though. Ratatouille has, it's waned on me over the years. Still a great movie, though. It's what? It's waned. It's waned on me. The ending I don't like. I don't. We've talked about this. I don't like oh, the ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, how he has a restaurant. The rat has a restaurant. Oh, man, we're almost out of space on the SD card. But it's cool. It's Remy cool. the rat. Oh, do, do we want, want to do Taylor tries it real quick? Do you want me to run through my take on um, the Sonic? Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing, right? Oh, the pickle fries? Yeah. I yeah, go for it. Yeah, cool. All right. The Sonic pickle fries. They're freaking awesome, okay? They're fried pickles, but in fry form. <laughs> That's so freaking great, okay? It's like, think fried pickles, but backwards. Pickle fries. Yes. <laughs> they're literally just fried pickles, but they're like fry shaped, okay? Chicken fries are good. These are great. Okay, I, I just, you know, chicken fries, I like chicken fries. They're easily dippable. You think about that. I didn't actually dip these uh, 
these uh I usually when I have like fried pickles, you put them in ranch, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even need that with wow. these. They were very solid. Sonic They always hit it with the sides. They never Sonic miss with sides. the sides. Oh mm-hmm. my the entrees, they they kind of they're missing. They're but mid. they're okay. I'm I, I'm a total Sonic defender in on the food department. I I, think, I like Sonic a lot. Yes, I do too. And I do think sometimes their soda mix isn't the greatest. Like if I'm getting like a Coke, I don't want to get it from Sonic. I want to get it from somewhere else. The ice. Well, peak, that's crazy because I think their soda is incredible. It's it is in some departments, but in others, you know, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. It's, yeah, but I still have mine. So, but back to the pickle fries. Yes, I mean, we're, we're uh, out crunch, of five stars, where are we crunch, going? That's like a four point two. Wow, a very solid. I'm, I don't even like pickles, and I smelled them, and they smelled good. I ate one. It was pretty decent. It was pretty decent. And I feel like you could have. There is some. There they vary in size. They're like fries. They have a little. They yeah, they little, do. Little, they do shockingly and impressively look like fries. Yeah, they're little bitty So, Sonic, you know, we, we've we been ignoring your emails for you to be a sponsor because we just have so many other bigger fish to fry. Now with the pickle fries, we might... Well, at least open the email, look it over. Maybe say, you know, thank you for your request, but we're going we'll to add that at this time. We're going to have to say no. We've got so many other offers. You know, we got Tesla on our ass, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a fun Man, one, guys. I was trying to think of the dang Jurassic World Dominion Company. I was gonna say, we oh, had, Biasin. We had Biasin. They really Biasin were, was there. They're wanting us to buy in. You know, Biasin. They're wanting to buy in the pot. <laughs> I should have uh, picked uh, Bugs Life number one just because of Jurassic World Dominion, the best movie I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, Bugs Life is good. Bugs Life is great. This that's a snub. It should have been on here, but man, there's so many. You Bugs Life over Incredibles too, in my opinion. Um, follow us on social media at Savannah underscore underscore Roberts at Only the Best One Away at Taylor Q Stone and at Two Bras One Bra. We're here for you every week. You need a shoulder to cry on. Well, it's not going to be physical, but it will be. It, it will be an audio form. We're here for you. All right, Two Bras and a Bra pop culture friends. God, what more can you ask for? You like movies. Us. You like jazz? You like jazz? Shout out Ray Liotta. Still miss the man. B-movie. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.